Welcome to What Is Your Money Really For podcast. My name is Cody Braun, and I have with me here today a special guest, the author of Eight Things I Wish I Knew Before I Retired, Tyler Braun. And I'm excited to have him here with us today. We're going to be diving into talking about, again, the name of the podcast, What Is Your Money Really For? So Tyler, thank you for being here today. Thanks for having and, uh, me. I'm excited to jump in and talk about some financial planning because I know when we start talking about financials, everybody gets really excited. I know and, I do. Uh, yeah, you do. That's exactly right, right? You're the nerdy one with the calculator in the pocket and the pen and the glasses, right? Maybe. Right? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe a little too far down the path there. But if they're watching this on per, uh, um, watching this online and with us, they know that that's not the case at all. And the reality is, is that money plays a really, really important role in our lives, in everybody's life. And if we don't look out for our money and have a plan for that money, we find ourselves in situations that we otherwise might not want to be in. So I want to talk with you today and dive deeper into having a conversation around just planning, financial planning, and what is all involved in that. Can you, can you help share and explain with us here today a little bit about financial planning? What does that really mean? What does that look like? Absolutely. So you, you hit the nail on the head earlier when you talked about money being really important. And, you know, in a lot of ways, it's not about the money, but it takes money to do things, right? So health, family, and money are typically three of the most important things to people. And if you think about it, right, there are three of the things that we tend to neglect at times, right? And in planning properly can really help alleviate future stresses. It can also set a direction to get you that life that you really want and really look for. So, you know, we lead here at the Trinell Financial Group with financial planning, and it's something that I pride myself on uh, that we take clients through, but it's really getting you from point A to point B. And when I sit down with a client for the first time or a person comes to us and says, you know, how can you help or what do you do? You know, I really want you to think about it like an airport, right? You, you go to an airport and you know you're going to get on a plane and you're getting from point A to point B. And whether that's, you know, going to Los Angeles or going to Washington, wherever you're headed, you're getting on that airplane. And that's really all we think about. And, and that's how a lot of people approach retirement and financial planning. They're really, really busy. And we, if anything, we've only gotten busier and the world only goes faster and there's new regulations and changes all the time and you can become overwhelmed, but we basically set a general course as human beings and we just kind of go with it, right? And that's like getting on that plane and, and you think about it, you're, you know you're headed west. So in our case, we know we're getting older and we wanna retire generally around 60 or 65 and we just kind of hope we get there. Well, what about the people well, that want to retire earlier than earlier? Then they need to plan even more, okay. right? So, so the piece behind that, and the, I'll wrap up this analogy, is, is just, you know, when you're thinking about it, if you're on that plane and that plane's making multiple detours and going, you know, south before it goes west, there's better and more efficient ways to do it, right? So it's ultimately laying that trajectory and then making sure you're doing everything you need to do to hit those goals. Uh, and that's a very general answer and general sense to that question. Um, yeah. So thank you for, for elaborating and sharing some of that. I guess, what do you see or what do you find that prevents people from 
actually taking that first step or moving forward with planning? Because it sounds pretty easy, right? We sit down and let's put a plan together. I wouldn't say that it's always fun or exciting to do, but everybody I would say really needs or should have a plan. Why don't some, why do not, why don't some people, wow, I do not. I don't. It's a, great, it's a great question, right? So fear, fear is the biggest piece, right? Fear is a deterrence for anyone in change, right? Sometimes you don't want to sit down and talk about the hard truth because you don't know or you don't like what the answer is going to be, right? Um, a lot of times clients come to us because something's been shaken up in their life, right? They lost their job. They lost a loved one. A major event impacted them to say, hey, we got to change things. We want to make this better. We want a better life, et cetera. Right. So that that can be a driving force behind it. But it's hard to talk about money. It's hard to talk about finances. It's something we typically, you know, hold very close to ourselves. And then there's a lot of unknown. Right. If you don't work in the financial industry, there's a lot of moving parts. Right. What's what's the difference between a Roth IRA and a traditional IRA? How how are capital gains going to impact this? Oh, I just like buying ETFs in this sector, but you don't really understand the risk of the ETF or the sector that you're invested in. There's all of the unknown and it can just lead to fear. And sometimes it's easier to procrastinate and put things off right, than it is to actually do it, right? And it's the same thing with, look at the tax deadline. They moved the tax deadline back to May this year. And all of the people that would have filed on April 15th, guess what they're doing? They just procrastinated and they're going to file on May 17th, right? So it's, it's human nature to procrastinate. But I really truly believe it's just the fear of the unknown um, and the fear of taking that first step that deters a lot of people. Okay, so fear. What about the people that don't feel they, they need to. They're like, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I, I'm on course. I'm, do, you know, I'm doing good. There's extra money there. I'm yeah. putting away. What about the people that are like, they're not procrastinating. They're just like, I'm good. Right. So they probably are good. Right. And that's the key word. They're probably good, but you don't know what you don't know. Right. And that's what I always joke around with. I met with a young couple last week and we sat down and they were great savers. But when we, when we ran their plan and we looked at everything, they were great savers, but in the wrong bucket, right? They were saving in the wrong places. And, you know, one of the advantages we have is we have fancy software and calculators and so forth that we can very easily show what you're doing and what you could be doing and the, the efficiency behind it. And I was simply able to run a few scenarios and click some buttons. And over the course of 40 years, it was over a million dollar difference on what they're currently doing versus what they could be doing with some really conservative estimations. So as soon as they see that, they're like, holy cow, you know, this is fantastic. This is great. There's a, there's an example of somebody that thought they were doing everything right, right? Just adding to the 401k, you know, adding to the Ross when they can in a few small minor tweaks. And they went from good to great and retiring much sooner than they thought they were ever possible. Yeah, well said, right? I I think of sitting down with a a CPA, right? A good CPA is one who's going to show you how he saves you a lot of money from having to pay the IRS and right the government. A good financial planner, right, is going to pay tenfold in the long term by setting up a solid plan to help you navigate the unknown in the future. 
and uncover some of the things you might not even know are absolutely possible. So I appreciate you sharing that. That's really good. So as, as I continue to think about planning, because that's a pretty general word, there's lots of different types of planning that we hear about. There's estate planning, there's tax planning, there's college planning, there's retirement planning, there's financial planning. I mean, you basically can take a finance word and put planning behind it. But where do you start with all of that? I mean, do you start with a, a CPA? Do you start with an attorney? Do you start with a financial advisor? Like, help me unpack how do those fit together? Because if I were to go out and hire five different people to help me with my planning, that sounds really expensive. Yeah, yeah. You know, you, you take it in bite-sized pieces. So I always run an exercise with my clients where I say, pull out a piece of paper and write down the top five things that are most important to you, right? And they don't have to be money related, but somehow money probably folds in to those goals. So once you've listed the top five things, then I have them go through and order the top three of those five. And that's what you start with, right? That's what's most important to you when you're looking at your overall life. From there, then you can start to build your team around them. So if you're young, Estate planning probably isn't going to be high on that list unless there's kids involved or some complexities. So you don't need to bite that off until you're at that step, right? So by designing what's most important to you and listing out those goals, that will help you get in front of the right expert at that right moment, right? Once you've done that, it's really a checkbox, you sit down with your advisor, you go through, these are our goals. This is what you need to do to hit those goals. As you're checking those off, introducing these new experts are just going to be the transition for that next check mark, right? I see here you've accrued some wealth. You now have kids involved. We're doing college planning. There might be an inheritance in the future from some parents. We really need to start talking about estate planning. There's the introduction to get into another expert or so forth. You now have RSUs through work, right? Restricted stock units, or you got a big bonus. You know what? We really need to bring a CPA or an accountant into this to help us work through some future tax planning because your income's higher. So as life unfolds and complexities unfold, that's where the experts really need to get involved. Um, but really just start with you, start with your goals, and then involve the people that can help you achieve the things that are most important. Okay. Well, it sounds like you got a, a process that you stick to, right? That first step, starting with some goals. And I know that I've uh, talked to you and you have what we, what's called the rise process. Can you elaborate a little bit more on what is this? How does that work? You know, why, what is rise, et cetera? So rise is an acronym and it stands for reflect, identify, structure, and execute, right? We're helping our clients rise above right? Through financial planning, right? Rise up to retirement, rise up to paying for college, et cetera, right? So it, it's an acronym that stands for all of those words that I just shared, but it really is the process that we take clients through. And whether you work with us or you work with another financial planning office, I'm sure they're going to have a process as well, right? We're extremely proud of ours. And what we're doing during that first step, that reflect step, is we're doing exactly what I described before, meeting all about you, learning about your goals, what are most important to you, you know, what you currently are doing, right? You can't go to where you want to until you know where you currently are, right? So we have to identify, which is the second word in there, right? Where you currently are, 
in what you're doing and then start having that conversation of, is it enough? And are we saving in the right way in the right bucket? And that's where the, the planning starts to come into this. And we start running those scenarios and variables around what's most important to them. And it's actually very fun and interactive for the client because they can see real time, if we do this, what's the benefit or disadvantage immediately, right? So one common question we get a lot is how to take social security. Well, when I can bring it up on a screen and hit a toggle switch, once I have everything inputted and you can see if it benefits or hurts you immediately, it makes that anxiety and that decision so much easier, right? I know I'm making the best decision for me because blank, right? You're filling in the bank, filling the blank. And that's the structure piece, right? You're now laying out a structure that's not cookie cutter, right? This is a plan for you that's built around your goals, your wishes, your needs, and continues to evolve going forward. But now you have a structure in place to answer the why. Most people, when they sit down with an advisor, they're told, add your 401k, do this. But they don't understand the end game and what it's going to bring them if they do that. So by structuring a plan and understanding where you want to go and how it's going to help you achieve that goal for you, I find that so many more people are bought in and successful in the end. And that's the execution piece, right? We're here to hold you accountable to make sure that you're executing on your goals and ultimately laying those new goals going forward as life continues to evolve. So that, that's our that's our process. Okay, it sounds good. It sounds very goal-oriented and making it about the end user in uh, your client, Correct. which is pretty awesome. Correct. One question I do have, because I know this comes up, how does investment management or investment planning fit into what you're talking about here with financial planning? Because I know I know a lot of advisors and they're really, really smart and they, they have a lot of investment knowledge that they're taking to their clients. How is that different than financial planning? Yeah, they, they go hand in hand. They really do, right? And it's, it's just like stacking where ultimately you have one thing that you're bringing a, a high level of service and now you're bringing an additional level of service into that through investment management. But the, the financial plan is built to get you to take action, right? To understand where you are and where you want to go and then help you understand if you take action, these are the results, right? You're planning for life's what ifs to allow you to get to that end you know, end result of retirement or paying down debt or, you know, gifting or so forth faster, right? So that's the efficiency behind it. The investment management piece is making sure that your money is working as efficiency or efficiently as possible to get to that goal, right? So ultimately, this is where a lot of people will build a plan and they'll say, well, I've got, I've got the investment management handled. And that's fine. There are certain people out there, Cody, that are really, really smart and they love day trading and they love watching the stock market and picking stocks. And quite frankly, some of them do a really good job, right? And if that's their passion, they want to do it, more power to them to take control and do that. But the bulk of people out there in America, as I stated before, are really busy. They're working from seven o'clock in the morning till six o'clock at night or later. They get home, they have their kids. How are they even going to watch the companies that they're invested in, right? To know that, oh, they're going to cut their dividend next quarter, or they're having a bad, you know, bad earnings, or the outlook looks bleak, or how does the tax impact uh, or tax regulations as they change impact the corporations. 
these are things that the average American would have no clue until it happens. And once it happens, it's too late, right? And that's where the investment management piece comes in. Having a person there to help you monitor that on a day-to-day -day basis. And that's their job to do that, right? So that's what they're doing from seven o'clock in the morning till six o'clock at night is watching and managing those assets to make sure they're performing as efficiently as possible. So that's the advantage of having the investment management piece. And when you stack the two together, like I talked about, you have a plan. Now you know your risk tolerance on the plan and you have the investment management on top of that to make sure you are hitting that ultimate goal. Awesome. Well, I got one final question for you here. And that is, is why, why, where does your passion come from? Why did you get into this industry and love doing the financial side of things in a world where many people look at it as that's not very exciting? So it's a great question. So I graduated from UW-Whitewater. I didn't really know what I wanted to do, to be completely honest. I enjoy talking with people. I enjoy helping people. I knew that. Um, even in college, I have an entrepreneurship you know, major and a business degree. I didn't even know if finance was, you know, was the route. And, and I, I took an internship with the Trinell Financial Group and then became uh, a member of their service team and advisor as I became licensed. And I just found a niche, right? I found a, a way for me to take complex situations and describe them to, to clients in a way they understand them. And then I got to see the end result and, and how big of an impact we can really have on people's lives for the better, right? And help them get what they're looking for. And that just really, seriously, it charges me up. I get super excited and super passionate. I enjoy talking with clients. I enjoy meeting with clients. I enjoy problem solving and helping them get to their goal, right? I, nobody wants to talk about beta and alpha and R squared all day. Nobody wants to do that, right? We're here to solve problems. We want to bring a solution to something that's bothering you or something that you want to achieve that's going to allow you to have a bigger impact on the world. Ultimately, that's our driving force and we want to get you there. So that, that's what give, brings me the passion, um, I love Cody, it. So I appreciate I love you asking that question. Yeah, no, thanks for sharing. I appreciate it. Well, we only were able to scratch the surface today. There's a lot to unpack of what you shared and we'll, we're going to continue to do that. We're going to bring you back on here and continue to unpack things. I can't wait to dive deeper into your book, the eight things I wish I knew. So Tyler, before we leave, how can people get a hold of you? I, well, you can call the office, right? We have a phone number direct line at the office is 847 680-9050, right? That's the Trinell Financial Group. Or you can email me, right? T Braun. So T is in Tyler and my last name Braun, T-B-R-A-U-N at moneyconcepts.com. Um, and you can contact us at any point, right? So call the office directly, uh, ask for myself or ask for a member of my team, or just email me directly and we'll get back to you right away. I love it. Well, thanks again, Tyler. We really appreciate you joining and sharing with us here today. Thank you for all of us who have joined us and are listening to this. If you could help share this, if you know somebody who, hey, needs a financial plan, has been talking about a thinking about it, please share this with them. It's a great way to get an intro into starting with what is what is a plan? Why do you need it? So again, thank you, Tyler. And thank all of you for being with us here today. And that's a wrap for what is your money really for? 
The Trinell Financial Group is an independent firm not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp., independent contractor of Money Concepts International, Inc., all securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp., member of FINRA, SIPC. Investments are not FDIC, NCUA insured, no bank or credit union guarantee, may lose value. Money Concepts Advisory Service is a registered investment advisor with the SEC.